right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Friday means no collars, no limits. With a little what's help from up? my friends, welcome back, Cole, to the Penn HQ with my boy, Paisan. From north of the border, it's Frank Amarante at F-A-M-M-I-R-A-N-T-E-T-F-J. But you can check us out on Twitter at John Legazer or Call to the Pen HQ, and he'll hook you up, man. If, you know, if you're anywhere in the gambling streets on Twitter, then you know about Frankie, man. One of my favorite favorite kind of guys. Frank, you're kind of part of my coaching tree. What's up, man? What's up, man? It's a pleasure. I always love talking baseball with you. You know, you're one of the best out there, and, uh, you know, I'm always honored to join you, and I'm hyped on this Friday before a long weekend, at least for you guys, not for me. But yeah, anyways, I've been, you know, I've been pretty high on your work because of, of your growth, right, Frank? You know, I'm always about before we hop into the games, we're gonna go laser fast as always. You know, I'm always about the process and the methodology. And you know, Frankie's one of the guys that's been up in my DMs asking me questions, looking to learn, looking to progress. And Frank, one thousand percent, I don't give a crap what your unit up or down is for the season. I could obviously, I, it'd be impossible to care any less about it. What does matter is to see the growth, to watch you regiment your risk management, to see you kind of balance your plays and be responsible, get away from paying crazy juice, getting away from crazy parlays. Honestly, you're doing a, you're doing a lot of really good work. You know, listen, man, with the game day, you and Maddie W. And even I got to maybe get Thunder Dan up in here. You guys are a really good gambling crew over there. So make sure everybody follows them up at game day. Let's get right up into it. I mean, this is for me. The comment section of this place is absolutely ridiculous. I can't believe it. <laughs> Chad R, D-Rock, Dawn K. Is that Mike K's wife? She's here for the donkey play of the day. Steve Dub, what's up? Forest Sports, Brian Rose, Maddie Dub. It is just, it's so ridiculous. Nash too. I can't believe you. I'm telling you, this is the restaurant where the chefs eat. Because if you know, then you know. I mean, it is just wild up in here, right? That's right. Death taxes, sunrise in the east, set in the west, and a big man up before the GD crack a door to bring you the fastest show at MLB absolutely anywhere. Without any further ado, enough of that more of this. Frankie, baby, let's do it, man. There ain't nothing like this anywhere on the internet. And I know you're one of the few that can keep up. We're going to highlight you today, man. You bring it however you want it, any kind of plays, any kind of breakdown. Again, we're, I'm going to serve it, and you'll knock it down. We're going to skip the early game. I probably should have told you, right? Forget the 2 o'clock game. Let's focus on the main slate, those big ribs on the bone. Let's start up with the trolley Dodgers, Hollywood. Always up to no good and Noah Syndergaard. Dude, how are you going to call a guy with a 6 RA, 801 OPS 4? I'm not about to. It's been a real struggle for the guy with the long hair going to meet the Rays and Jalen Beeks, kind of an opener. So I don't know. These are usually really easy for me to kind of let go. Yeah, this was right. when I was. I go, wasn't... Ahead, go ahead, take it away. For this game, I kind of just passed on because, you know, Syndergaard's been really, he hasn't been good. It's safe to say Dodgers offense is obviously really good and playing well right now. I just, this one was tough. You know, the total looks high at nine and a half for a Rays game in Tampa. But I mean, I guess it's justified given the pitching matchup and the strength of each of these offenses. This was a pass for me on this. I don't know. What do you think about this game? I mean, listen, I've been getting in trouble all year, kind of betting the board, right? You see the Dodgers coming into even money and it's easy enough to say, hey, man, Dodgers in jail against Jalen Beats for even money. Give it to me. Last time I did that, I got walked off. That seems to be the running trend here. So I would just be leaving this one alone. I'm yeah. going to check the algo. I'm just over. I've got north of 10 runs in this one. So to me, that's what this one is. This one's over or nothing. Yeah. I think, I, I, I mean, either one of these teams could get you to that seven mark and get you over the 10. But did you say the line is at nine and a half? The line is at nine and a half. That's probably a little bit too close to call for me. So I would leave it because, yeah. again, the bullpens of both of these teams are pretty good. You know, don't be afraid. Sometimes the best bet is no bet, Frankie. Oh, Next yeah, up, yeah. Yeah, no doubt, Frank. No doubt. We, we know yeah. that one. Next up, I got a question for you. The pale hose and the white Sox, Lance Lynn. 
Minus 150 favorites going to Detroit Rock City to face Joey Wentz and the Tigers. I mean, yo, man, Lynn, you know, 6'3 ERA, 1'5 whip, 820 OPS trash, right? Expected ERA, deserved ERA, north of five. But it's like the the but, 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 like the however. Like how much are you into the the underpinning stuff? XFIP, K-walk ERA, and Sierra all south of four. 26.5K, 7.5 walk, not bad. 12.5 swing strike, 29 whiff. 67 first strike, 82 zone contact. That's a lot of numbers, but dude, he's getting his swings and misses. He's winning in the zone. He's yeah. just had really, really struggled against lefties, and I'm not sure if that's enough. I know the Tigers do have Riley Green kind of running hot right now. Yeah, first okay, of all, I apologize. Getting back on the train? Yeah, so first of all, I apologize. I cut out there and it froze while you went through the description, but I know you're going on about Lance Lynn, and you know, I'm on his train again. Like his Sierra is 3.78, much much lower than his ERA. Like he hasn't been as like his ERA is 6.28, so he hasn't been as bad as he's looked in that regard. And against the Tigers, I think it's a good matchup. I didn't bet this game from a Lance Lynn perspective. I did take the White Sox uh, first five innings minus half, just because the pitching advantage with Lynn over Wentz, who's really struggled. Uh, but, yeah, to sum it up, I'm definitely uh, back in on the Lance Lynn train. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you can get with the White Sox in that half run, I think that's probably the move. Back in the White Sox offense has been a bit rough. But, yeah. listen, with, like Robert playing, when Robert's playing, you know, it's a bit of a different offense. And, like, Sheets has been pretty decent. We have the Tigers offense is just very up and down. I think you probably have the sharp move. Matty W., up in the comments, has the Josh Lowe over one and a half total bases, Matty? I posted that one this morning. Oh. I kind of glazed past and I forgot right on the sides tip. That was something I didn't have. I probably should have backed it up because that one really was a very strong ring. Syndergaard, I mean, just – he's been so – he's been so bad against lefties. Anyway, lefties have a 305 batting average against Thor. So I actually have that one also. I think I got to uh, tell you on that. I'll give you that one. I'll give you the, I'll give you the White Sox one if you if you like that one. How close to the how close to even is that one? You want to play that one? I uh, yeah, I'll play it. I had it at uh, I think I got it at minus one fifteen. But let's look at bet stamp. We got all right. Yeah, we'll take that. Oh, we can oh, get a one ten. I mean, listen, anybody that anybody that's sharp is using bet stamp. Obviously, this yeah. kind of sells itself. Where else are you getting all the all the prominent so folks good. and all their prices in one place? Like, listen, you know, I hate to shill for stuff, but like, legit, yeah. Betstamp.app forward slash call to depend. Yeah, so, so far, a little bit of empty, you know. Listen, sometimes you get a full slate and it doesn't really look that great. Next one, I do have a, I do have some action in this next one. It's the Rangers and John Gray, White Wolf of Winterfell, plus 120 <laughs> dogs going to Baltimore against Grayson Rodriguez. And the Blackbirds with Orange Vestos, pesky Orioles, minus 130 favorites. Man, I think we got the pitching edge here with Gray. You can probably see where I'm going to go. I like I like Texas at five. The Texas bullpen has been a bit hairy. So I think that's where I'm going to go F5. Let me set it up. John Gray, 302 ERA, 115 whip. Some of the indicators are a bit higher, but they deserve the ERA down below three and a half. Single digit K minus walk, but he gets ahead. He's inducing chases, suppressing hard contact, and he's just been a nightmare on righties. 180 batting average against righties this year. One home run per nine. And we know Gray's got some goods. Grayson Rodriguez, I think right now it feels more like a name thing. For me, yeah. Frankie, 6'2 ERA, 1-6 win, 900 OPS. He doesn't get in front of haters 50% first strike. He doesn't do chases. That number is below 30%. 26-line drive, 53 hard hit, more than two home runs per nine. And that's where I think you're going to get into trouble here. Texas offense really good last 500 plate appearances, top three in the league. 
287 BA, 350 OBP, 832 OPS, 350 16 Woba. So I like the Texas F5. Jaybird, give me that one. I yeah. also had, I mentioned the struggles against lefties. So I think I'm going to go with my boy Nasty Nate here also. Jaybird, do me a favor, bring up the Nasty Nate props, total bases. And I think we're going to get this Texas F5 on the back of Nathaniel Lowe. Last 20 Ooh. plate appearances against righties, 500, 500 batting average. 1243 OPS, but we get back it up anyway. Last 30 PAs, 385 batting average, 23% extra base hit rate. So I'll take those two. Serve it up for me. You like anything yeah. in this game, Frank? First of all, I love what you said here. You know, Grayson Rodriguez more name than than production right now. And I'm gonna go. I I really like Texas first five over one and a half. You know, your staple first five over one and yes, a half. Love I love those. those. And I know it's a little. I think I got it out minus 130 ish. But I'm still willing to take it just because okay, of we'll how. we'll take it, Jay. If we, if we have it, we'll take that. Just because of how Texas has performed against righties and, you know, Grayson's volatile. His walk rate's not all there. He gives up some hard contact. I'm in on that. But I am. I think I got to – I think I have to uh, add in what you said of Nathaniel Lowe. That's a good show. Uh, not about – Okay. Really. Uh, all right, so we, we actually can't get the first five team total here. Let me ask you a question, though, Frank. Oh, what about, damn, it moved up. It's two yeah, and a half. Yeah, well, the Baltimore, the Baltimore pen has been really good. Is that enough to get you off the, the full game total? Uh, yeah, Probably, I think right? so, yeah. yeah. Just because of Yo, the you don't want face, You don't want Cano. You don't want Batista. You don't want none of that smoke, brother. You I don't think want what we could smoke. add, what we could add just to – I do have Grayson Rodriguez under five and a half strikeouts – as a as another play in this game, I know he's got this K rate, he's got the stuff to get there, but it's just that he hasn't pitched deep into games. The season high is five and five and two third innings. Texas's offense is good. You know Grayson's control. He loses command sometimes. That can up his pitch count. I think it's a solid play. And if you wanted to add another total bases, go with another lefty, Corey Seager. I was looking at that one as well. Okay, do me a favor. I want to skip on the strikeouts just because we're so loaded on this game, but we will take. The other Seagull prop, if it's a plus money, because you know we love that plus money stuff. Again, we got we got we don't want to <laughs> we still get to lose a little bit. We don't want to sink any shifts here. But what's Seager? What's the props look like? Plus money, yeah. Let's get that. I'm with that also. Anytime you get anytime you get weakness against the lefty, and that you know that is going to ring for Seager. Oftentimes I talk about that, Frank. I'll take two guys in the same team with plus money, split the risk, look to hit one or two, make it a profitable venture, and kind of move on. You know, and it sounds boring, but all right, let's get. It. Next up, this one just got posted. I will, I don't know I want this one blind. So this one I, I honestly don't know what's going on. My boy Maddie W, I'm gonna I'm gonna echo something he said about Texas. Maddie said Texas, better SP, better lineup. But the odds were plus NBC hallucinating. I feel that way right now about the Padres and the Yankees. Joe Musgrove, like legit MLB pitcher, going up against Randy Vasquez, who's about to debut. Who also is has a four six ERA and a one six WHIP in the minor leagues, which last time I checked the minor leagues are not as good as the pros. Uh, you're going to feed this guy to a Yankees lineup that right now is hitting. I mean, like the day of you know those couple weeks where they stuck, not anymore. Last five hundred plate appearances, Yankees top three in home runs, top five in OPS, top five in walk rate and chase rate, plus fly ball rate and bow rate. Good for a one eighteen WRC plus last fourteen. I think he's in trouble. I think there's only two ways to go with this one. I think San Diego wins it at minus 115. I also think if you don't think they win this one, you've got to go over 10. Like, I, you know, I want you to talk to me about the Padre offense 
Frank, because right now they stink. Okay, 200 batting average, last 500 PAs, evil. 666 team OPS, 89 WRC+. plus. However, the thing I always talk about, we know they're very talented, okay? This is not – these teams doesn't stink. Okay, Soto and Tatis, they don't stink. I hate when people do that. Sometimes good teams stink for a little bit. But I like to think of these things in terms of waves. I like to think of the wave beginning to come up with the discipline. Check it out. Right now the Padres are number one in walk, top five in swing and strike, top three in chase rate, meaning they're starting to show discipline in taking pitches, which generally means the ones they're swinging at are going to be better. And that's where I think the better contact comes from. So I just got the Padres by like a mile here. Am I stupid? (laughs) So – I, you're raising a bunch of really good points. Like you said, it comes in waves. Obviously, this Padres offense, it's only a matter of time. They're too stacked not to, you know, become one of the best in the league. And I usually don't do this, but, like, I'm just going to ride with their recent trend because I look back uh, heading into yesterday's game. The under uh, was 21-4 and four in their last 25 games. And then it went over yesterday. So 21 and five. So that's so you're you're under nine and a half. You like yeah. I went. I'm. I put under on this game, but this one is not one of my stronger like leans. It's just something I just rolled with, and uh, we'll see how it happens. But you definitely raise good counterpoints. It's just that even I was watching their game yesterday against Washington. They were stranding base runners, playing a bit sloppy. You look at the bottom of their lineup too. It's it's not the strongest. You know, Rudnet or Dor. A bunch of guys like that. So I went under nine and a half, but I do see your angle there. And you see, we got well. You know what's we, what's funny? Funny enough is I do. You know, everybody who knows, I didn't even prompt my own stuff. You follow me at John the Gaze and the pin tweet will take you to my betting work. It's open for free if you want to look at it. You can follow along. I put up all the algo scores, and it's funny. I know some people like to do model work and proprietary stuff. All they do is refer to their own work. Me, I like do my own work, and then I go do the analysis anyway. Even though I built the damn thing, we we should be in agreement all the time. We're not. So give, the algo is with you, Frank. That's enough for me. So let's go under on this one, Jay. Give me the I'm, I'm, it I'm saying, feels Frank, weird. I'm, I'm, Frankie, I am way under on this game. On the oh, algo. really? Like way, wow. way, I'm way under. That makes way me feel under. good, man. Yeah, I can't. Listen, again, I, and I get this one. Matt, Matty Dub is on the more rational side of this. Too many question marks, so he's leaving it alone. Yeah. But where I'm going to go is, no, no, no. I want to go with this because, again, I've been trying to – I've been finding, again, I'm in a downtrend, and I admit this, but it, a lot of times it's because I'm like, I don't believe in the model work. It ends up being correct. The people that I have subs that straight up play the model and like, oh, dude, awesome. So I, I'm <laughs> I'm way under, and it's probably what you're saying. I mean, we got two, you know, that the Padres offense is really struggling. You know, they the Yankees offense, it's like up and down. You know, the walking is there, the barrels are there. But they're striking out a ton. They into a ton of double plays. They're not pulling the ball. And they've been really bad against righties. Something else I just added to the, the sheet that I've been using is last 30 days expected Woba against handedness. To give you kind of an idea, you know, people I know, everybody's loving betting now. And they love, oh, top three WRC plus. That's that's not going to, that's not enough. You know, that's not enough. I always, people, I like input stats over output stats. Right, discipline and contact quality is what's going to get you there. Mm. You know, we don't want bloop singles, right? Who gives a crap? Four for four for four bloop singles. Give me the guy that got robbed over, you know, robbed for two home runs, right? And had four barrels. That's the guy that I want, even if he was over four. So I, I guess I could see. Let, let's go under and move it on. I just thought there was something interesting to be said about, like agreeing with the work, like man versus machine stuff. 
you know, and I, this one of the, listen, I get it. I, I do model work. And sometimes you have to just say like, yeah. So if we, I think, Frank, I think if that game gets late and it's under, it's an under because both of those bullpen. Yeah, exactly. So, That's right, let's the move key. It up. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, again, I know Matt, Matt, Matt in the comments just puked because we said good bullpens. There's <laughs> Matt, I'm waiting for the comment that says there's no such thing as a good bullpen. I mean, I know, and that's, I've been leaning that way also because that's what will get in trouble. All right, next up, it's the Cardinals and Mr. Freedom himself, Matt Libertor. They are plus 100 dogs going to Cleetown to face Bieber Fever, driving all the girls wild. Libertor so far, I mean, it's, I don't want to be quoting the stats. It's only six of these. We know he's looked really sharp at points. The thing I wanted to get into is Shane Bieber. All right, so surface stats for Bieber, very good. 380 ERA, 121 whip. However, all the all the indicators are way up. And my new favorite one has been Alex Chamberlain just did a, new, a bunch of work on – he did an earn run estimator that one is correlated better than Sierra and everything else. But it wow. has to do with focusing on a pitcher's ability to influence contact quality and exit velocity and stuff like that. And I have really loved, I really love it. And it has Bieber at 5.63. Expected ERAs at 4.9, Sierra at 4.5. So not that crazy. Stuff plus on the fastball down at 80, 18% K, 23.5 whiff, 90 zone contact. Frankie, boy, you're going to pitch 90 zone contact to these Cardinals right now? Ooh. I think you're about to get shat on. So Cardinals right now, number one in the league, last 500 PAs in runs, home runs, OBP, and OPS. Eight. 50 OPS as a team, 11% walk, 11% barrel, good for a 363 team Woba. I think this one's broken also. I think the Cleveland offense is really bad. 49% ground ball in that same time frame, 290 OBP. Right now, I just think I have Cardinals F5. Jay Bird, give me Cardinals F5 for sure. I think Cardinals win this one outright. I think we could put the Cardinals money line in a parlay for later as well. Frank, what do you got in this one? You like the Redbirds like I do? Yeah, I, I love what you're saying about the Cardinals here. Like, geez, like Bieber's strikeout rate is down 7%. Like, this is not the same pitcher. People just see the name Bieber and they think, oh, you know, the yeah. Guardians should be favored. But no, you got to dig deeper like you just did. Uh, I actually took the under on it just because of the Guardians offense is just atrocious. And yeah. they've really been playing in a lot of under games all year. The under's 30 and 16 in their games. Uh, but you make great points. The Cardinals, it's risky in, uh, in that the Cardinals well, Frank, can just yeah, I got to cut you off. I have to ask because I wonder if the line moved. It's now at uh, seven and a half. You're under seven and a half. Yeah, I did. I did get it there, yes. Um, but I think I got to add a Cardinals money line for myself on this just because just to kind of offset the risk that the Cardinals put up five, six, seven yeah. runs. It's plus money. Yeah. It's, it's plus uh, money. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta join you on that. So you're making me regret that under seven and a half a little bit. I just, no, kinda, ah, man, I, I, I kind of went right now. The way I'm running, bro, you want to be on the other side. The of my is, Trust me, kiddo. The thing is, the angle I just emphasized was just the guardian struggles on offense. But yeah, like you oh, wait, said, yeah, the Cardinals are let's rolling. Look at that really quick. He ain't kidding. The, 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 it's so, it's so bad. Like they don't walk. They don't. It's just, it's the worst. The Cardinals are just really the, the guardians right now are just really, really bad. You know, you can't – it's weird. You know, I've been talking about how contact is what you want, but you got to have some somewhat like semblance of quality to the contact. All right, let's move it up. Next up, it's the Phillies and Taiwan Walker. They are heavy dogs, My, plus 140 to Atlanta and Jared Schuster. I mean, you know, Taiwan Walker, again, 
it's been it's been kind of a rough go for him, really. Five eight ERA, one four WHIP. I think he's been improving as of late. Again, Alex's PFIP has him at three four five, so my model tends to like him. He has induced chases, fifty one and a half ground ball. Those are generally the things that I'm kind of looking for. The BABIP was crazy, if I'm not mistaken. No, the BABIP was not actually not. So it was a gra- I got ground ball rate in the PFIP really low up against Schuster, who's also been pretty bad. Schuster's XFIP and Sierra north of five and three quarters. He has a three and a half K minus BB. I mean, 17 and a half K to 14 walk, 27 O swing, 49 fly ball. To me, that's the kind of stuff that'll get you in trouble. I know the Atlanta offense is really good. I actually think Philly's going to win this one. I may like to bucket that one, Jay. Let me... Oh, Schuster, Maddie, Maddie W. Again, me and him is simpatico. And I wonder if this was the one you were alluding to, Frank, when you mentioned walk props earlier. I have Jared Schuster over one and a half walks. What do you like in this one? I think the Phillies win it, but now I'm kind of second-guessing myself when I look at the Walker stats again. I just know everybody hates facing the Braves, so do I, but Schuster, I think, stinks. So talk to me about yeah, this one. For me, for me, I pass on this game, and, and you do raise good points here, but I want to highlight that, hey, Jared Schuster in his last start against Seattle looked pretty good. Six innings, uh... Allowed only one hit, one earned run. Uh, he had one walk with seven strikeouts. If we dig down a little deeper, in that game, he had a 16.5 swinging strike rate, and his next season high was 10.6. So I got to look maybe at, further at the pitch mix. Maybe something was uh, being more effective in that game. But I, I wonder if, you know, this is a, a pitcher with some uh, prospect pedigree, maybe starting to find a bit of his groove. Uh, and coming up back from the minors, that was his. Uh, this was on May 21st. His previous start, his second start since being called up. So that kind of gives me a little some hesitancy with uh, fading him here. Maybe he's a bit different than the guy we saw in uh, early April, where he really struggled. Well, I think you make a Frank. You make a very good point, and something people need to keep in mind about baseball is right. This is the waves. It's a long season, and sometimes players are getting better. And even if a player's getting better, it doesn't mean they're not going to have bad starts. And the same works in reverse, right? Players are going to be tanking, have spike starts. I generally like to go the other way. So I, I just think that's what we're on other sides. And it doesn't make you wrong. I think that might – I think I, that was the re – that was kind of the anomaly was the good start. I've not mm. been a huge fan of Schuster. But also, dude, I've been getting in so much trouble chasing this goddamn Phillies offense. You know, <laughs> I, I, I just – I keep waiting for it. Every time they show you little signs, you know, like – I watch it every day, so I'm watching these things move. The hard hit rate is in place. The walk rate is in place. But it's just not really happening for them. The thing I am watching click up, though, is the quality of contact. So the Phillies now up in, like, the top third of the league, let's say, and expected Woba against righties, which is difficult, you know, because that includes everything, bullpens and everything. So I, I think the Phillies' offense is about to get up off the mat. The Braves' offense, I've been just calling them the sellout offense. They are. The Braves are a total sellout offense right now. And it's fine. Listen, in this day and age, Power wins, home runs win, but the Braves are getting this moniker as like this, like they're this crazy great offense. That is not what it is, people. Thirteen percent swing to strike, thirty-four and a half chase. They have an eighty zone contact. These are the kind of metrics that can, like get you sent down if you're not barreling the ball. Okay, the Braves happen to be the best barrel team in the league, but it's still only a one-on-one WRC plus forty-two ground ball. 214 batting average. Again, the Braves have holes. So that's where I've been trying to get myself is you can go up against the Braves. You can go up against the Braves, and, you know, it's a race to 15 outs. Do me a favor. Check the chat, Frankie. Yeah. Next up. 
It's the Nats and Patrick Corbin going to the Royals and Jordan Lyles. Oh, my goodness. Right off the bat, me and my boy Matty W is always simpatico. I know I'm over the Lyles prop. I was having our boy John Anderson run me some cool stats. This is off of the back of Jeff Zimmerman at Fangraphs. Did some pretty cool work on ball percentage, which, again, I like stats that are easy, makes sense. And, right, we all know walk percentage, which walk percentage makes a lot of sense. But ball percentage really makes even more sense. So I had Johnny kind of run it every day. I take a, I take a look and I keep an eye on it. And, man, you get some of these pitchers. So check out, we have a couple of them today that have plus 40% ball rate. So I meant, we mentioned Schuster before. That was one of the things I meant to mention about him. I forgot. But one of the other guys is Lyles. Lyles has a 39% ball percentage, but only an 8% walk rate. So to me, I'm now like scratching walk rate when I'm doing this prop stuff. Give me the guy that can't find the zone, right? Give me the guy that can't find the zone. So I've been going that way. I'm curious. I know Maddie's got to be up in the comments in three, two, one, talking about Patrick Corbin. I'm not there yet. Corbin, starting to turn the turn ship around, right? Remember, when you're that bad, when we talk about the waves, his waves are long. It's like trying to turn a goddamn cruise ship. It doesn't turn. It doesn't make a hard left. This thing takes a mile and a half to... <laughs> so Patrick Corbett might be doing that. Remember, he used to be good. And it's very easy for us to say, oh, this guy stinks. He's trash. And he stunk for a while. And he's been trash. But lately, he's been kind of correcting. So he's in a spot where he's this guy that's kind of hard to use to serve the season stats. I'm looking at Lyles. I want to attack, attack, attack. Give me my favorite bet all year. Give me the Washington team total just automatically. Lyle's coming in at a seven ERA, one, three, five whip. All the indicators up over five. Single digit came on his walk. 8% swing to strike. 54 first strike, 92 Z-Con. Lyle's is just going to serve it up to my Nats. Who like the Nats, Frankie, this is something you and I have talked about for a while. That people just say like they attach these narratives to teams. That's it. The Nationals stink and that's it. Yo, <laughs> teams like the Nationals and the A's stink. Bro, they score runs. Everybody. Yeah, they don't runs. strike out. The, the Nationals. Yeah, that's it. So give me the Nats team total. I love it. Dude, I absolutely love the Nats. Last 500 plate appearances. The Nats are top five in team batting average. The Nats are top eight in OBP, top 10 in OPS, top 12 in K rate, 86 zone contact, 341 team Woba, 112 WRC plus. This is not a bad offense. The Nats are not a bad offense. And you nailed it, Frankie, because right now, the key to success on the pitching side is striking to hitters out, getting big swing and miss. The Nats don't do that. So I, give me the Lyles walk prop and then give me the Nats team total. This one probably spins to the over also, right? Just because you could see like the, the low quality. Like you could see Corbin getting himself in trouble. I've only got this one surprisingly at nine and a quarter algo score. So that's like a, a flush. So I, I didn't touch it. So talk to me about this one. Are you buying Patrick Corbin? I think that's my main question. So the main question, you got to like what you're seeing in his last few starts. He's been much more effective. He's not that guy that everyone wants to fade, you know, every every time he comes around. Like he's allowed three or fewer runs in, in six consecutive outings. So, I mean, he's not the same guy he used to be. He's not getting strikeouts like he used to. But like you said, it comes in waves, and this might be a positive one for him. And the Royals' are offense is nothing to really – worry too much about but i would lean like you are with the over and with the nationals but i want to give you one stat about the walks is that we said how 
the Nationals don't strike out often, and they don't, 19% K rate, but they don't walk often. They're free swinging. They, they only walk 7.1% of the time, which is the third lowest rate in the MLB. So I know the prop is one and a half, and like you said, Lyles has control issues, so it's a low bar, but that just kind of gives me a little bit of caution with that. It should. It should, although this is funny because, again, and I wear these things very wide open, as I get into, right, like I'm, I'm not like I'm just walk prop player prop expert. I'm just getting into the pitching side now, and I've just been finding that I kind of have been getting in trouble focusing more on the hitter end. So like I run the model, I have all my favorite plays, and I I keep, I keep my favorite few. Let's say I've just been noticing my, and it's a small set, and I could be wrong, and I may end up going the other way. But I've been finding I was looking more for like the patient teams that walk, and. The, it's been the pitchers that can't find the zone, right? So it's almost like, now, don't get me wrong. I, I've been noticing that too, actually. Now that you say it, because the thing here, here is the thing. Here's my only counter. What you're saying was, and again, I don't, I don't think you're wrong. Is they don't swing and miss. They make a lot of contact, but they also don't chase, right? So yeah. if you give me a team that doesn't walk because they don't chase, I still think that's okay if the pitcher doesn't find the zone. True. Oh, and uh, right again, it's just, I'm just trying to be logical. I'm just no. trying to be logical there. I ended up pairing Schuster and Lyles for everybody out there again. If you want to follow my betting work that I keep mentioning, you can DM me on Twitter. I'll give you the key to it. You can just look at it. Stuart D, up in the comments, super sharp stuff. Yeah, Corbin's been very sneaky good the last few games. And then Fire Sports tacking on the Royals lineup has been banned against lefties. I kind of want to look at that. Although, I'm going to be honest, I, again, I, I have access to geeky stuff that everyone else does. I have the Royals in the tank as far as expected stats go. So I have a 274 X Woba versus lefties last 500. I mean, that's really bad. But again, Royals offense last 500 PAs, 195 average, 259 OBP. The problem is they're stars. Like when you're relying on a guy like Bobby Witt, his his down wave it is very low. Yeah, His down wave is very low. And, you know, a guy like Vinny P, his down wave, it's not like it's low, like he's ever going to be trash. But they'll pitch around him. He's very patient. He's going to walk. Hard to win games when you out-walk, right? Out-plus-walk is not a win. You know what I'm saying? That's not how you win ball games. So, far as sports, again, me not – you know me, dude. I'm never saying I'm right, you're wrong. We just may be doing things differently. But, again, I have found success using expected stats as my favorite descriptor for handedness. Because, you know, again, we all know the deal, like – Woba and WRC plus, even you know, batting average and slugging are all vulnerable to batted ball quality, batted ball luck, I should uh, say. And if you if you rattle off bloop 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 and you start scoring freaking <laughs> runs, all of a sudden these team stats go nuts. It's true though; they really go they go nuts. And if you look at the X stuff, you go, "How could you be so poor?" And you find if you backtrack it, you find out that's what it was. It was bloop 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 blast, and not. Blast, blast, blast. So, anyway, let's keep it moving. Frank, Great info. Every time I come with you, I learn something new. I, I'm going to incorporate that more into my own now. I've been well, I'll be, I'll be calling some, to the big <laughs> – I've been putting too much into looking at, you know, WRC Plus and things like that. But like Don't get me wrong. It matters. A, Dude, it no, matters. it's a, it matters. But I got to add on to the pie what you're saying now. That yeah, I yeah. Think that's, uh, yeah a blind, that's, a, that's a weakness in my own process that now coming on your show – yeah, I'm gonna incorporate and if it. I as can, well. And if I could add one more small thing to everybody out there, if I could add one more thing, because again, this is the restaurant where the chefs eat. Is also you gotta open that one up to at least 30 days. If you shrunk as much as we love last seven, last 14, 
especially hand now granted righties you could probably shrink as a team stat lefties you can't shrink because you may only get two or three and if the two of them are Shane McClanahan and you know somebody else really really good it's all shot it really is it's all shot you're not going to get contact quality and it's going to throw off your work so handedness people just get to the point it's just you know again with the restaurant with the chefs yeah, I love that great review and subscribe to the audio only pod let's go it's your bluebirds Kevin Gaussman, God, he is awesome right now. Minus 150 favorites against the Twins and Louis Varlin. I can tell you right off the bat, I'm going to take the donkey bet. Oh, Mike K was asking for the donkey. The donkey bet of the day is obviously betting the, the Toronto Blue Jays right here. So we're, I can't play the juice outright, no. but Jay, stick the Blue Jays, do go in the basket. Because I, I got a lot of Canadian fans here. Right? Frankie's from North Florida, baby. Kevin oh, yeah. Gossman's been awesome. 314 ERA, 108 whip. But it's XFIP at 270, Sierra 284. I mean, he's been awesome. Stuff Plus on a fastball at 110. I want to just do a quick lesson on this for people. If you're using Stuff Plus, Stuff Plus, though it's on a 100 scale, is not WRC Plus, where 1 equals 1%. Every 10 is a standard deviation, just to give you an idea. So 110 is ridiculous. Back to Gossman, 32% K, 28K minus BB. He's been ridiculous. He should absolutely dominate this Twins offense, which has not been very good. Yeah, again, here, here's a, this is a perfect example, right? The batting average OBP is there, however. They're bottom three in K, bottom three in swinging strike, bottom five in zone contact, bottom eight in chase rate. The Blue Jays should absolutely mop them up. Varlin's been very good. I want you to talk to me about this freaking Blue Jays offense. And every time I seem to bet on them, they don't get it done. And now they just hung a 20-burger, and that's going to throw off all the stats also. I don't think they're as good as that 20 runs is making them look right now. So that's yeah. why I'm, I'll stick it in a parlay, but I can't pay the juice. Talk to me about the Bluebirds. Yeah, you know, they're they're just not – they're playing poorly right now. They're 2-10 in their last 12 games. It just Even with Gosman on the mound, and he's a stud, like you said, it's hard for me to say the juice even – he had a reduced price in the first five, especially, you know, I, I'm, this may be wrong, but as a Jays fan from as long as I can remember, when they face a young pitcher who has some upside like a Varlin, and it's the first time they've never seen him before, they often struggle. And I, I just don't want to put any confidence in them tonight in this one. It's just a pass for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I hear, I, look, you know what? Just, um, you're, they're just struggling like right now. I feel like this is part of the growth that I was mentioning with you, right? That when you get, eh, eh. I used to say, once I scratch my chin three times, you leave it alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, once, eh, yeah. I don't know, eh, eh, nope, let it go. I just, I'm, a, I'm kind of a donkey on it. And again, I go back, and it's part of the model. Part of the problem with the model is, gosh, I have such strength on the Blue Jays here that I'm just going to go with it, and we'll stick it. Oh, we need, we need likes. I'm like, come on, people. 25 likes for the bucket Paul Lake. Me and Frankie are going to bring it to the end, a little four-legger. I like to end with that. It gives you a little action. You know, like, you know, as responsible and disciplined as I am, I'm not inhuman. You know, I like a little action, Jackson. Or let's move it up. One of the hardest teams for me to put my thumb on, Frank. No joke. These Giants. I have a very hard time with the Giants. And it's Alex Wood going up against the Brewers, another team I really struggle with. And Freddie Peralta, minus 125. Again, I see these, and this is, this is where I'm struggling. I see this, and I'm like, just bet this immediately. Freddie Peralta is like 17 greater than signs over Alex Wood. The problem has been the Milwaukee offense, though they have gotten a bit better as far as expected stats against lefties. There is no question. Brewers offense in the tank. 225 team BA, sub-700 OPS, 28% K rate as a team. 
So, you know, Alex Wood, who's generally pretty good when he's on the mound and healthy, 29.5 CSW, 28% whiff rate. I, I see why the line is where it is. But, man, I'm just really struggling. Fire Sports on the other side. He's liking the Giants. I think I really like the Brewers here. Maybe I'm, I'm just like a stand for Peralta. He's got that, you know, he's got that filth. Though I'm looking at the pen stats, Giants, heavy edge bullpen, last 59 innings, 2-4 ERA, 29% K. Brewers, 5-5 five, five ERA, 47 hard hit, more than one and a half home runs for nine. So I guess if I like the Brewers, I got to shrink it down to F5. That was the third scratch. I'm probably leaving this one. Talk for to me, me, man. I really like the me, Brewers in the parlay. Go ahead, go ahead. For me, I'm, I'm on the under in this game just because, like you said, the Brewers really struggle against lefties. And when Wood is healthy, he's been pretty effective. And then that's good info as well with the Giants bullpen performing well recently, especially like yeah. Camilo Doval is just ripping it. Like he's been amazing, especially in fantasy. Yeah. I think that's another like... note. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, and then like you said, Peralta, when he's on, he's he's really tough to hit, and he's been really effective at home this season. Uh, you look at his home starts against the Dodgers, one runs in six innings. Tigers, two runs in six. He struggled against the Red Sox. He gave up only one against the Cardinals and shut out the Mets. I think he can really have a quality outing with, you know, two runs and six innings, let's say. And this will stay under the – I got it at eight, but it looks like it's fallen to seven and a half. Oh, man, I would I could definitely dig on that under. You know, you bring up a really great point. So to, to the fact that, man, I got to – I really want these Brewers. Maybe we'll stick – I know we don't mix it, but maybe we should just mix the Brewers F5. I don't want to go against all my listeners, but, like, man, you mentioned it. Check it out. Freddie Peralta at home. 179 batting average, 548 OPS, 243 ERA, one-third of a home or nine. I mean, yeah, he's been fantastic. He's been fantastic at home. Brian Rowe, super sharp. Check it out, people. I really – something got to keep an eye on because it's not around every day. Brian Rowe says, FD has the daily K-leader market back today. Okay? I don't know if you saw this at all, Frank. This popped up in the chat here and why I'm so very proud of the chat of the thing. Like, people don't normally talk about the comment section. That if you're following these sites, now they're putting them out like you can get, dude, plus 25 to 1 for the, the pitcher that's going to be the strikeout leader on oh. the day. So I'm going to take a look at this. I'm going to put a I'm going to put a ticket out for like this that. later on. Jay, let's get the under eight in the bucket. How about that? Because I think we needed a fourth one. So perfect. Jay said we can get that under eight on the Giants game. I'm with that. Both these offenses stink. I like wood. I like Peralta. All right, we gotta. I've gotta move it up, and I, man, I gotta hurry. So it's this one's easy for me. Max Scherzer and the Mets go to Colorado and Seabold. I don't bet these stupid yeah. games. Every time I bet, it's an ugly Colorado, game. I lose. Yeah, la- yesterday I bet the under ten and a half. It was two, yeah, two going to the bottom of the eight. That's my own fault, but like, jeez. Okay, hold on, hold on, just for a second, just to give you an idea of this this daily K leader market. I don't know if you see the comments are rolling in. Libertor is ninety to one. Bro, Whoa, 90, wow. 90 to one. Detmers thirty. Detmers is thirty-one to one. This is good. Right? The point is, you could probably find your four or five best players, divvy up the, the odds, however you like, chop it up in little bits and pieces, and make it more like if you hit any of them, it's like a five to one hit. So just to give you an idea, everybody, how we roll here, trying to keep it sharp. I'm not going to bet this one. Listen, every time I bet a team to win my in Colorado, we lose. And the scoring is so stupid. The pitching is so stupid. Frankie, I know we're going to have some yo-yo out there. Oh, well, it's Colorado. Not granted. <laughs> I will admit, I will admit, I have in a written plan that I do not, I do not go under in Colorado. 
So yeah, I know, I, I know that's it. your plan. Yeah, Dude, I remember. And again, that. that doesn't make me. All it does is avoid keep me from vomiting. That's yeah. all it does. Don't make me smart. It doesn't make me a winner. It just means I avoid that one vomit because you capped it properly and ended up being disgusting. So these things yeah. happen. But whatever. Yesterday, whatever. I had Miami, and I was like, oh, heaven forbid we win a game with tied after eight. Never happens lately. But again, I, I tweeted this. If you happen to be have been fading me for the past week, you're made, you made a lot of money, but you have no hair left. Because every single game has been walk off, come from behind, <laughs> down five runs that you were like, wah, wah, and you ended up winning, you know. But hey, such is life in the big city. All right, let's move it on. That game was stupid. Next up, it's this one I think I have as a watch. I'm curious what you take is it's Miami plus 125 dogs and the Jesus Lizard going up against LA and my boy Reed Detmers and the Angels. You know, listen, Detmers slow out of the box, five year A, one four whip. However, the indicators now with all at three and three quarters. Came on its walkie array, expected array, Sierra, all at their K rate at 30%, 14 and a half swing strike, 30 CSW. Check, check, check all the things we look for. In zone contact at 80. The reason I mentioned that, Miami offense is dog crap. They're the worst right now. I don't, I almost don't care what any of the stats say. Contact is like up. I don't care. Dead last in pull rate, bottom five in barrel. They're gross. Sub 300 X Woba against both sides. Miami offense is just awful. I, I just wa- I just spent three days watching them in Colorado, and they're the worst. They're the worst. And not only they're the worst, they make poor. They have poor managerial decisions on the base pass. They make poor decisions on the bases themselves. So Miami sucks. Get away from Miami. They're absolutely trash. Turn around for Detmers. But- he should decimate them today right yeah yeah i agreed plus to add to your point you know coming off a series and in cores you get that hangover sometimes with teams leaving that environment first road game off of that situation facing a tough pitcher like detmers who's coming off his best outing of the year i believe against the twins yeah that was his last start yeah yeah i'm not mistaken so i think he's going to really have a quality outing and you can get it the under at eight and a half and in some spots i'm on the under in this one yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna curious. I'm going to just check the algo. Every once in a while, I go, let's, I go check the authority and see where I'm at. Man, I have this one like, gosh, it's so split. Like, split down the middle at five. Split down the middle, full game. Oh, I've got – I'm a shade – I'm a shade over eight runs. Eight and a half. So, I'm probably on the under here also. Right? Yeah, if I, if I had to have a play, it'd be on the under. And if we're desperate for uh, something for the parlay, I would put that one in there, Jay. So, we'll keep that one on the borderline. Again, I think that one – I. I, I just have to check bullpens first. You know, again, not that you want to marry yourself too much, but the bullpens have been okay. It's like, it's weird. Yeah. You know, I often talk about Jekyll and Hyde with bullpens. Why The reason why bullpen stats are not accurate is because when you're up five runs, you use your crappy bullpen, and they got to get blown up. Yeah. And if you have games in a row where you have the good bullpen out there, you hope they're going to be good. I know Matt right now, Matt right now, it's just going, ah, ah, everybody's terrible. They really are terrible. I hate Guy hated. Oh man, my boy Brazzaban for the Marlins was out there and then extra innings. And I was like, yes. You know when you're like, yes, we're getting a clean inning. We're gonna win this freaking game for once. And he walked three guys. Oh, so, so, so bad. I want to thank everybody really quick again for supporting us. Rate, review, and subscribe to the audio only pod. I really don't think there's anything like this, Frankie. There's not really like this. You know, we're it's pure. This is I love this. I love the energy. This is the most this, right. This is the most purest form of I, I want to call it, it's a communal degeneracy but in like the most purest way right every so we're all degenerates and we all understand it but all of us want to help each other it's just not like 
Because again, uh, and I know this firsthand, if you're around any real degenerates, and again, you know, I shouldn't be joking. If you do have a problem, you should see somebody. And I suggest if you have a problem to speak to me, because I have turned, I have physically turned people around myself. And I'll do you one better. The biggest feather maybe in my cap ever was taking a degenerate gambler, and now he's a responsible gambler. So it's not like I got somebody to quit. He's now responsible. And so you you can do it, people. So again, it's uh, whatever. The, the keys. Stop betting real money. You know, I often talk about this one of my favorite lessons, Frank. And again, why I'll never, <laughs> I will never get hired by a big company to talk about this stuff. Because I'm trying to teach people how to win. And they'd rather hire, you know, Momo's, Mama Lucas, than I'm going to take people <laughs> in the wrong direction. And it's, if, if you are, are struggling, and again, if right now I'm struggling, I just, I know how to discipline. So I don't, I don't, I feel like I, I always survive my downtrends. But if you're worried about losing, what you should do is stop betting live money. Continue to bet, though. That's what people don't understand. People think betting means money. Betting doesn't always mean money. Betting is the action. The money is just is just a function of that. So you can bet on paper and track your progress. Once you show 60 days of profit, you go back live. And if you don't show 60 like days it. of profit, you go back. We call it the combine, right? And if you fail, you go back to 60 days. Guess what? Big Johnny just saved you whatever money you were going to lose in the positive. Love it. And love you that. run the combine over and over and over again and again. And you know what? I love people because with this one, I had to show someone I stuck my thumb in his freaking eye, idiot. Oh, it's because you have money. I'm like, dude, I first of all, I started betting $2 a pop, okay? Now I bet lots. But yeah, it has no, doesn't matter how much money you have. I know millionaires that are losers and, you know, cheap bastards that are winners, right? That's what it's all about. So, again, nuance and context, people. Rate, review, and subscribe. Hopefully you learned something. The restaurant where the chefs are eating. Next up. Chris Sale and the Red Sox, minus 135 favorites against the Snakes with Shapes in their back. And Brandon fought. Uh, you know, he just could rock the first couple times out. Then he kind of corrected course a little bit. I tend to think the Red Sox and Sale are going to get hot, although these Red Sox are killing me right now. They just got swept by the Angels. Yeah. What do you think, man? I mean, this... I, I know I know what I like. Oh, go ahead. I didn't touch this game, but if I have to pick a side, it would be the Red Sox because I like what I'm seeing out of Chris Sale. He's, he's starting to get going, really. And, uh, you yeah. know, Brandon Fott isn't as bad as he looked early on, but I think Boston has the pitching advantage. And But, again, it's a no play for me here. I just couldn't – I just stuck stuck away from this one. Okay, I want to I want to throw Boston in the bin because I just can't get away from these Red Sox. I'm going to give everybody just a, a slight look into my own – my own personal life right now and how I'm sweating the Red Sox. So of course I'm down to the last 12 of a $25,000 survivor tournament. Ooh. And my Red Sox are 0 and 3. I know we're screwed. We need, I need a sweep and we're out. I can't believe it. Of course, tie games. We just lost every pitch matchup. It is uh -huh. what it is. These things going to happen. Um, Jay, right. So, okay. Jay's got a nice looking bucket. Jay, thank you so much. You actually read my mind having to recap it. So I'd have to scroll through. I appreciate that. So that's good. We're going to have a nice fat pole. We're going to get the juice from personally. I can't pay the juice for these Red Sox to beat me up anymore. I've just, I've been on Marlins and Red Sox this week. And that's why, you know, my ass has welts on it. So I'm just going <laughs> to leave this one. I tend to think Fott is going to, I tend to think though, all kidding aside that Fott is going to kind of, um, program, right. Positively re regress. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, where we got to be careful, and something a mistake I used to make as a younger man was like, look at his stats, 1,000 OPS, 8 ERA. You almost have to throw that away. You know what I mean? Because that's this is all part of like his, you know, you threw this guy into the fire, you start meeting major league pit, hitting for the first time, and it's almost about, you know, Edo talks about this stuff, how your last 400 pitches stabilize. 
mm. like stuff wise. So you only need a couple weeks, a couple starts, you know, before you can start. Not saying racing stuff, it happened, but before you overreact to it. So I, I, I'm probably with you. I probably should have left it. But next up, the ultimate in donkey bets. Whenever anyone's playing the A's, it's Hunter Brown and the Astros against the elephants on beach balls. And who I tend to like, James Caprillion, once time Yankee prospect. But the Oakland A's are just not viable right now. I mean, Caprillion has a nine ERA and almost a two whip. The Oakland offense right now has a 64 WRC plus, and the bullpen has a six ERA in the past 50 and two thirds. I mean, you just can't come up with anything worse. <laughs> we're at the point now, we're at the point now, Frankie, where the full game run line covers are too juiced up for me to play. So yeah. I almost don't even, the only bet I usually, I will take in Oakland is when I think they'll score two runs through five. Yeah, I don't like think that. they're going to. I don't think they're going to do that today because no. I tend to really like Hunter Brown. Of course, the freaking Astros. You know what I mean? They could let Verlander walk and Luis Garcia get hurt. They can do whatever. What does it matter? Because they'll just go like in their bag of tricks and come up with Hunter Brown three two ERA one two five WHIP, but twenty seven K to eight walk twenty nine CSW. He's been very very good. Fifty three ground ball, half a homer nine. All the stuff you're looking for in a youngster, and he goes distance. He's efficient. God damn these. Athletes. Seems like he's he's starting to lock in too. Last three starts, two walks, twenty strikeouts. So the prior he looks to that, awesome. Yeah, prior yeah. to that, he had nine walks in his last three outings. So like he seems it just he's trending upward, and obviously it's a smash matchup. You could put, I guess. Oh, you know what we can look at though. How about the team totals? What are the team totals? Okay. Happed it to my boy Far Sports. Man, really, I'm they, they, no kidding. Like, where, where the chefs eat? My, <laughs> my K, the Houston, of course, man. We want that TT. Five and a half, but it's plus money. You know, let's take a look. Let's go to the videotape really quick. Houston offense. You know, again, I, I really, one of the things I got, I got to, not say monetize this, but there is, for all the content I put out, there's a piece of it that's missing. And I think it's one of the things I may be the best at. And it's trend indication for these teams. Because of the sign theory, the sign wave theory, and using discipline. God, we, I mean, I wish we could log this stuff. Frank, you all can decide. Again, I, I talk about losing enough that I could take a W here and there. You know, right? you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That when the Yankees were trash, we were back on them first. And then a couple uh, teams. Oh, the Cardinals. Being able to read the tea That's leaves, huge. Be, and pick up on the pick up on the, on the upswing, and I'm telling you, man, it comes in the form of discipline. Check it out, Houston, which again just a week ago was like trash. Now the K rate to twenty percent with the walk rate double digits, swinging strikes single digits, in zone contact at eighty eight, fly ball forty two, pull rate forty two. Right, the things that matter. So when you begin to take when these good teams, and right again, this is good teams. Usually bad teams, we look for the other way, right? We were waiting for the Pirates to shoot and drop. When Oakland hits, we, we hit it hard, but we know it's not going to last. Houston and the Yankees, you're waiting for the only signs. When they start to take pitches, you know it's coming. These are great hitters, man. These are great hitters. And I think that's how you get in trouble. Like, oh, right, you know, Houston stinks. No, Houston doesn't stink. And now you're seeing the team OVP is up, the average is up. All this stuff is starting to follow along. And that doesn't mean like, oh, man, we're a top wave. No, that means the wave is manifesting. I believe, right? And this is, again, what I've been very good at. We're looking at, dude, the Astros are going to go freaking bananas for the next, like, 30 days. You know? And we're going to look at it because they haven't done it yet. This is what these teams do. So I, I will go to the five and a half runs. 
So let's take that one to even money. Again, if we don't get it early, the Oakland bullpen will probably cough it up. Yeah, we got one more game. A joke. Yeah, oh, it's it's absolutely one of the worst things you've ever seen. It's just the worst thing ever. It's just the it's awful. It's really malpractice. And again, not to be like that arrogant of a dick, but I guess I'm in the position I might as well do it a little bit. Dude, some of these teams may just need fantasy guys on their teams. You know, like go get one fantasy analyst. Yeah. yeah. And just see what happens. First of yeah. all, a fantasy analyst work for fucking peanut shells. You don't even get the peanut as an analyst. You just get the shell. It doesn't even have to be salted. Bring in a fantasy analyst and see if they can help your team at Oakland A's or the Rockies. I'm telling you, I think I could add five wins to the Rockies right with that. Yeah, 100%. Last one, this one's very easy for me. It's two of my favorite young pitchers in the game. Oh, so yeah. For me, it's and we're either under or nothing. It's Mitch Keller and George Kirby. I cannot wait. I'm just watching this one. And again, both of these offenses kind of suck. Yeah. So for me, it's, right, it's a- under It's under or nothing. Or it's got to be seven and a half. Is it even at seven flat? I don't go under sevens. So that's my question to you is, do you like anything? And then to yes. a theoretical, do you ever go under seven? I just can't go under seven. It's too low for me. Yeah. So like you said, I love both of these pitchers. Mitch Keller's a budding ace. The guy's on fire. You know, look at his strikeout to walk ratio in his last like six games. He's just scorching Woo! hot. George Kirby's got just impeccable control, which I'm going to get into in a second. But yeah, to answer your question, I do go under sevens uh, in cases okay. like this. I just love the spot. I even took under in the first five innings just in case yeah, we'll you know, take it gets screwed go. by Let's the bullpen. Yes. Could get three and a half there, I believe. Just because, like, they're just, like you said, the offenses aren't great. The pitchers are just locked in. I really like that one as well. But I want to add one thing. Oh, you George talk- control. Yes. I know we don't like to lay heavy juice, and I don't. But this is a case where I can make an exception is with George Kirby under one and a half walks. He has has five walks the entire season. His walk rate is, I believe, at 1.9% or 2%. And if I look back at all of his career starts, he has gotten under one and a half walks in 32 out of 34 career starts. So I know it's minus 222. That's hefty. This is a case where I make an exception and I just take it. Um, you could try to parlay it if you want to obviously reduce that risk, but it just. <laughs> Dude, but producer Jay, hang on, Mr. Cooper's going nuts. Jay, you better not hit that buy button. We love Frankie. He's our guest. He's our dear friend in Paisan. Ju- I, don't, I but... don't give a crap. I don't give a crap yeah, who's sitting in that chair. We don't pay 200 juice. I know, I know, I know. I never do. I had. never do ad- ever, but like, this is just. I took it. I found this. Uh, I, I wasn't paying attention so to this saw, earlier. Sorry, Frank, I was up for a second. I hope I'm not talking. Oh, oh, it's okay. Am I good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're back. So, yeah, again, again, I don't. I'm only half good, but yeah, I usually do pair and look for even money on heavy, heavy juice. Especially, I'm not doing fantastic right now. So that'll do it, everybody. Let's wrap it up with the bucket parlay, right? So I got, I got four of them. Although I see five there, Jay. I'm not crazy about the Angels one. So we are going to go because we hit the like button. Today's parlay is. The Jays to win it. Mark these up, Jay. Jays to win it. The Cardinals to win it. Right, Boston to win it. Then let's go under that Giants-Milwaukee game. So that's my four-pack. I want to make sure, you know, sometimes I ramble on these things and I forget to actually play them myself. And there's no, I mean, right, there's not worse as a handicap, right? Although, gosh, I've got miles and miles and miles of, of stubs. You know what I'm saying? There's really no shortage of, of action on my end. But, you know, we always just want to be as, as close to it as possible. What the hell was the last one? You were going to do the Angels. And right, St. Louis. Boy, that's what it was. St. Louis, oh, Boston, Toronto, and that other 
the bluebirds were the one that got away from me. Man, these those blue jays have just killed me. And you nailed it, Frank. You know, it's funny how you mentioned like the win loss the past like 10 days or whatever. But you know, and it's funny because I, I mean, it's, the handicap is a weird thing to admit. Like, I don't really know team standings. Yeah, I, I really find care. that happening too. I train myself to not care. Right, you train yourself to not care, but like maybe you you do want to look at these slides, but they they're all independent events, right? You could win twenty to nothing and lose the next day, right? Look at the it just they seem to be playing so, bad baseball, making dumb mistakes. You know, the manager yeah, know. comes out and and uh, does the second mound visit, and that forces Mano out of the game. That was malpractice. It's just sloppiness right now. They had a players only meeting. It's kind of it's messy right now. They're they're not they're running cold. So that's that's my only thing. But I get your point for sure. All right, everybody. Appreciate you so much. Jay, man, maybe we'll just have to start doing the recap with the with an image because well, I don't think we're going to get through it again. So check me out on Twitter. Jay's got it up on there. Audio only people. And then again, we can post it. We can always just go to betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen. It says find betters. And you can tra- follow along in real time, you know, which I, I really like all that stuff. So OPMG, Fire Sports, D-Rock, everyone that stuck it out with us. Really, man, so much action Jackson going on here. Michael K., Brian Rose, Stuart D., Matt Dub, all my people out there, player prop, NBA guy, all you guys, man. Really do appreciate you. Thank you so much. It means a lot. You know, this show, we're starting to we're starting to actually get some steam. We're only a few subs away from 600, which, I mean, it's pretty damn good. We started zero. And you're like, God, if you've ever started any of these internet ventures from zero, you know, it's very easy to get stay there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Though, like, there's a ton of content. So we do appreciate people trying to find time in their day to hang out with us. And if you could possibly want any more, you follow me on Twitter, and we'll hook you up. We'll send you the betting sheet. We never stop right here. I'm coming at you six days a week. I guess that'll do it from call to the pen. Press the like button because those freaking cartoon fingers matter way more than they should. From Frank Amarante, my boy. What a, dude, you put on the clinic, man. We appreciate you. Great job. Thank you. It was, You're the man, it was an honor. Yeah, it was an honor. Miles. 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 <laughs> I, remember, I remember you talking about this. And you're really, at, at the very least, on very much the pathway to being like the professional that you talked about a long time ago. And it's really yeah. cool to see. Hey, I learned really from easy. the best like you, man. Hey, you keep man, killing well, it. Let's get some W's in the column. Though so that'll do it, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. You know, enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. But we're done with the book. Enjoy the pay. Remember, when you work this freaking hard, it feels a lot less like luck when you win. Peace. <laughs>